Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. Hello, how are you? We are recording this on Monday, February 19th. You will hear it on, what would that be? 2021, 22? Thursday. The 22nd? The 22nd. And today is President's Day in the U.S. So my kids did not have school. I also thankfully did not have work and neither did you. I didn't have work either. My friend texts, my friend texted me and was like, happy, happy, confusing apostrophe day because nobody can put the apostrophe in the right place. Is it the day of all of the presidents or is it the the one president who owns the day? Uh, yeah. We don't it's know. Like, it's so funny. I was like, why that's don't like- we should call it happy presidential birthday day? Founding mm-hmm. fathers were all Aquariuses, apparently. Right? That's where we are right now. We're in the Aquarius. Aquarius. I don't know dates evie's an aquarius oh yeah oh actually aquarius just ended yesterday so now we're in pisces so they're on the cusp all of these uh founding fathers were aquarius pisces cuspers because evie's an aquarius her birthday is the 10th but apparently aquarius only goes till the 18th and then the 19th is pisces which i also know the next one which is pisces because brandon is a pisces but he then must be kind of at the end of pisces he's pi day pi day birthday's pi day yeah. yeah. I need some, I just landed a couple hours ago. So I need to have like, you know, when you're traveling and you just like have traveling brain and you get back and you're like, I need to kind of get back into my reality. I'm not there yet. So probably halfway through, I'll feel like <laughs> I'm just like you're like back in like your life, back in my life. Yeah, yeah. That weird transition zone is where my brain is right now. Well, not to mention I am really tired but yeah so you went to vegas yeah thank you for our last minute chat people we just posted the link because yeah. i was out of town kelly christy sasha Haley, Anna. okay we went to vegas for uh the weekend we saw you two at the sphere and then we saw david blaine yeah also david i mean you two fine but david blaine i mean a classic i, w- I don't want to be controversial here but i really enjoyed david blaine a lot more than i did <laughs> concert oh wow you know what i feel like that doesn't surprise me that much because tell me this my expectation for you of your experience at the sphere is that you like here's what i how i imagine it went for you the first like little bit was like oh yeah this is really cool and then quickly turned into like this is so much well i don't want to where do you want me to start because i could start yeah, with let's you start too with David Blake. let's start with david <laughs> okay because chronologically that's how it went yeah, chronologically, that's how it went. So we landed on Saturday. We got there on Saturday, and the the show was Saturday night. And so we uh, stayed kind of like on opposite ends of the sh- strip of like where the um, David Blaine show was. So we kind of walked the strip a ton that day because we were just hungry. We were getting food. We were kind of getting the lay of the land. And I was like, oh, I didn't mentally prepare for this. I didn't mentally prepare for Vegas. <laughs> I mean, I've been there before, so I kind of like had an idea, but I was like, no, 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 Joy, the last time you were here was in your early 20s for like a bachelorette party. And you were just like singularly focused on that event alone. And you were just like in your own zone with your girlfriends. So I was like, wow, I really, people like me need to like socially practice before we take on an event like this. Because the second we got there, and we're like walking through the crowds and like, I don't remember the strip this way because, again, it's been ages. And I think at the time, we were just like in our own little bubble. We probably stayed at like a hotel the whole time. But the strip is impossible to walk up and down. It is just mounds of people on top of each other. And so I was like, 
Oh, I quickly started melting down. I was like, oh, no, this is this is not good. And we had to like walk pretty far. Granted, we could have taken an Uber, but to get in an Uber and or Lyft, the strip is so busy anyway that like it takes you the same amount to walk. So that's kind of like how the day started or not started. But we were I was just like, wow, this is this is a lot of energy. But I was super excited for David Blaine. And then I was like, OK, am I going to drink? It's Vegas. Or am I going to try to like stay up? This is uh, my friend Gary and I talk about this all the time of like how when you're in good shape and you like take pretty good care of yourself, you notice the smallest like tweaks to your system. If you have a glass of like, we've talked about this, you have one glass, can I have a glass of alcohol? When you have one beverage, alcoholic beverage, it kind of like messes up your whole system or if you like sleep in or don't get enough sleep, whatever. And so we always call it the microchip. We're like, the microchip has been (laughs) messed up. And so I was deciding, okay, what am I going to do in Vegas, am I gonna like go all out and just drink? I'm like, no, that's not gonna that's not gonna end well. So I decided it was like my plan is just drink caffeine. I was like, I'll just drink caffeine so I can stay up. There's Starbucks on every corner, by the way. And I think I love I kind of love the culture of Vegas where like everyone caters to hangovers. So like every restaurant has green juices, every every place you go has an yeah, IV bar. But also like and like a margarita yard. Like you can get like either oh. the IV bar. <laughs> Or the three foot tall siphon of margarita. That they we passed by around. so many of those. So and Scott many. was like, Scott was like, never in my brain would I think to drink one of those. He's like, but with every hour, I'm more likely to go get one of those. And yes. I was like, yeah, I totally understand. It like, like it starts to normalized where you're like, I must have one of these. This is the Stanley Cup of Vegas. It is the Stanley Cup of Vegas. And they have like the the little like beakers or whatever those, what, yeah. what are those called of uh, alcoholic shooters, stuck, shooters. shooters upside, upside down. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is so great. I mean, while most of this episode is going to be me sounding like a whiny old maid, like I really do appreciate the culture of Vegas. It was just like me. I'm making fun of myself really this whole episode because I was like, wow, I was not even prepared to go into this. So anyway, we're walking around. Everything is like, you know, booze and caffeine and IV bars. Everywhere's a party. There's music is playing everywhere. There's speakers on every every sidewalk block. I went in, we went into the shopping center. The dry bar has a DJ, like a live DJ for a dry bar. I'm like, this it's just a constant party. It was, it was so great. So we're like, all right, we're going to go to David Blaine tonight. I was like, what's my game plan? I got to stay up. Like you're sitting in a chair watching. It's not like you're up dancing, like being active. So, but we got really good seats to the show. And if you don't know who David Blaine is, like, I'm not going to explain. You just please go Google him. He's like one of the greatest master illusionists, magicians of our time. Illusions, Michael. Illusion. I said that all weekend. I was like, it's illusion, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> so it was so cute, though, because his daughter was there. Like he brought his daughter who she's probably like 10 or 11. And she looks just like him. She's so cute. But at the beginning of the show, he just like is hanging out in the audience, like tossing playing cards around. He like gave everyone a deck of cards. He made his own like David Blaine cards. But he's just like tossing cards all over the place and just like mingling with people. But the show was really cool. It was it's one of those things where you're constantly I think this is the whole point of David Blaine is like trying to get you to feel something really intense, but also question like, is it real or is it not real? And so he's just trying to get you to like ramp up your emotions. He recently, I mean, I'm outing myself, I listened to him on Joe Rogan, just because I love David Blaine that much. But he did a Joe Rogan episode recently where he talks about like shoving like needles in his face. (laughs) Like he literally pierces himself 
with ice picks. And so this is where he's like, I'm just trying to do things with my body that are like so out there that people say they can't be done, but it can be done. So he starts out with like this threading a needle through his mouth type of thing. And then he has people come on stage to like, (laughs) I know everyone's kind of cringing. I know if you're a little queasy... it, the next like couple minutes might be a little que- I'm not gonna Can give you I fast forward the next couple minutes? yeah I know <laughs> it is I mean trust me I was like I was like shielding my eyes on Scott but I was like but I want to see this but I don't but then he had like audience members come up and they would like pull the needle through his mouth he was like threading his mouth shut basically and then I mean just some of the things that he did where he was like he, everything is like playing with this card deck so he has a playing card that they had picked out beforehand. And then when he unthreads his mouth and can open it again, the card that they had picked is in his mouth somehow. Like things like that, where you're like, what the heck? Basically his TV show, if you've ever seen his TV show, people are freaking out with the tricks that he does. So he did a ton of those. It, w- it was very cute though. I really, I mean, there were a lot of kids in the audience. This is another thing. I don't understand how people get by with their children in Vegas. Like people walking with strollers on the strip. I was, Scott and I were like, how do you, how do you navigate that? But these kids were in the audience and he was really sensitive because he has children. He was very sensitive to like, hey kids, if you're scared, cover your parents' eyes. <laughs> but he was like, if you're scared in the show, just remember this is all like illusion and don't try this at home. So he was really cute about like making sure all the kids in the audience were like not going to go try this at home. And I'm sure the parents were thankful for that. But then I think one of the most shocking things is he does shove an ice pick through his arm. <laughs> and he had someone he had two audience members one of the one straight to jail (laughs) do people pass out during these shows like no they're but they're but they're screaming and they're looking the other way the whole time like like it was it was somebody has got to have passed out during one of david blaine's shows before i well it was a it was and and this is where scott's like i wonder if they're plants and i'm like how like i don't understand like these people are truly just like vegas goers Anyway, Scott seems to think that they're like plants in the out. I'm like, I don't think they are. So anyway, like there's a husband and wife on either side and the husband had to like push the pick through his arm and she had to, yeah. (laughs) She was like, she was screaming. Yeah, it was very, it was very strange. She was screaming the whole time. Like not a drop of blood, but it was like really, 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 really gross. I know. And he does, he's talked about this on Joe Rogan. The whole show was just the mind blowing, like what the actual, but it's all David Blaine. It's like, this is exactly what he does. And then at the very end, like the grand finale was he held his breath breath for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Okay. I know that that's wild, but that is something where I'm like, okay, other people on the earth have trained themselves to do that. Like you have crazy, like deep sea solo divers, like holding your breath for 10 minutes is incredibly intense, but that does not seem nearly as insane to me as pushing an ice pick through your your arm or having someone else sew your mouth shut for you so that you can pull a card out of it at the end of like a card trick. Like, (laughs) The breath holding thing is crazy, but I, that isn't something where I'm like, oh, it can't be done. Like, yeah, it can sure. be done. It takes years and years and years, but it can be done. The yeah. rest of them, I would just... I, would I mean, it them. was, it was. I think, okay, the other cool thing, I'll tell this one, and I hope this part isn't boring, because it's one of those things where like, you had to be there. But he did bring a guy on stage. This is another funny thing. Everything in Vegas is showboat. Showboat. Everyone's like just dressing up and like how much money I have and everyone with these like huge diamond rings and like people that I've like, where do you come from? Everyone in Vegas is like from a different planet. I'm convinced that everyone in Vegas is aliens. It is just so these people are like in the front row and they've got glitz and glam and and not to mention people from all over the world. I heard every accent, every different language. He's like, 
does anyone here have actual money cash on them? Like really big bills. And everyone's like holding up their wallets. And this one lady's just like throwing these hundreds up in the air. (laughs) So he takes someone who has a really big bill and he brings them on the stage. He rips the bill in half. And then he, you know, has the guy hold that piece. Well, then he takes the serial number and he writes it on a chalkboard. So there's a serial number. So, you know, it's like that bill. And then he lights it on fire. He lights the bill on fire. And this whole time he's telling like a funny joke. He's such a good performer, like the way that he does like his personality and incorporates that. And then he puts it in a glass and he like, he makes the guy, <laughs> he's like, do you want to drink this glass of like ashy water with your $100 bill in it? And the guy like actually actually drank it. And David Blaine was like, no one's ever done that. That's amazing. He has this other person on stage holding this, like cupping her hands that she's held this thing in her hands from like the very beginning. You know, he puts something in her hand that no one knows. Well, it turns out it's the actual hundred dollar bill that was like the same serial number. So like nobody understands how he did that. And then he puts it in his mouth, somehow gets the corners stuck back on the bill. And it's like back to perfect. (laughs) Like, how do you, how do you do that? The whole show was that. The whole show was just like, how do you do that? But at the end, his daughter did a really cute card trick with everyone. And she was adorable. And like, that just kind of melted my heart. He had all the kids from the audience come on stage while he was in the tank to like surround him and just like give him good energy and like wave at him. And and I thought that was really cute too. So... David Blaine was wonderful. We had a really good time. The next day, and this was so funny because I was like, I gotta stay up. I gotta stay up. My biggest, one of my biggest concerns was like literally not a night person. And so like staying up was like, I was trying so hard. So the next day we're like, okay, you two, we have you two on on deck. Okay, Claire, we need to have very, this is where I'm like, this is a Vegas story where I, I should have just done Vegas the Vegas way of like getting drunk and like acting a fool because it ended up not feeling great anyway. And I'll explain. So I'm like, I might as well have just drank. You know how we always talk about vacations and like your vacation can't start until you have your poop, like your first, first yeah, poop. Yeah, fr- and, not, and not any poop, the first real poop. Like yeah. you can sometimes like get a couple, you know, like you can have some- You like, can get a unsatis- fake poop in. You can have some unsatisfying bathroom experiences, but not until you have an average for you bathroom experience on yeah. vacation, then your vacation can begin. So whenever anyone, any of us go on vacation, we'll always text the group of like, all right, I've had my first real poop. Vacation can actually start. And this could be anything from hours to days into the vacation. You cannot control it. You cannot control it. Your yeah. body is just your body like, just it's doing is gonna this. Your body is going to do what it's going to do. So you had not had your first real poop yet at FRP. Well, gr- well, granted, it's only been two days, right? Completely. So like, so our, it's only a two-day trip. So in my brain, I'm doing the math. Yeah, if you're if you're just going for a long weekend, most likely you're just going to have not, to skip your FRP. You're just going to be in intestinal discomfort the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Kelly said when I went to Cabo. I didn't have my first real poop until the last day and it was so sad. That is so sad. That is so sad. How long was the trip? Kelly, I need to know how long this was. Like this is, this is just very important information. Five days. Five days. You got to hope that it happens on like day two or day three at the latest. Yeah. So at this point, okay, so I'm doing the math. It's Saturday morning. I'm at home. So of course I poop like Saturday morning and then I'm like, okay, so it's probably not going to happen Sunday because like, whatever, we're doing this math of like systems happen, whatever. I'm just going to have to deal with the fact that I have not, I'm not going to poop this weekend. So Sunday morning, I wake up and I'm like, it's not happening. And blah, 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 you know, all these things. I always talk to my friend, my ER doc friend, Susan, and I'm like, Susan, what do I need to take to 
poop on trips and she's like, just take some magnesium or Dulcolax or Miralax or whatever. And I was like, well, I don't want to like be pooping my brains out. I just want to like have normal poop. I don't have diarrhea, you know? It's a very fine balance, our systems. Because you also don't want to be on your vacation and like in an unfamiliar bathroom territory and suddenly it's like urgent. Yeah. That's also doesn't qualify as first real poop. First real poop is, no. av- is average, not like... Yeah. You don't want to swing too far in the other direction and have vacation diarrhea. Yes, emergency. Exactly. I hope the name of this episode is First Real Poop. Yeah, I hope so. We're just going to call it FRP and then people are going to have to figure that out. Um, Like also just in your hotel room, like somewhere that's like safe and private, you know, Sunday, Sunday rolls around, whatever. It's not happening. I'm like, whatever, just like this is, we're just going to go start our day. We're walking around. We're not eating like great food. We're, I mean, we're eating great food, but it's not helping my system at all. Yeah, you're not you're not eating like regular food for you. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it was again, don't get me wrong, I had the most delicious food. We went to Momofuku um, Saturday night before David Blaine. So good. One of those meals that I will remember remember for the rest of my life. It was amazing. And the server was so great. He was one of those servers that it reminded me of matzah because we were starting to order some things. And he's like, what are you thinking? How about A, B, and C? And I'm like, I'm not tied to much, but here's what I'm thinking. He's like, don't get that, get this instead. <laughs> Like, thank you. You're taking it. Yeah, he was wonderful. So wonderful food. But Sunday, we were just we were walking all day again on the strip. We're just like busy running around shopping, probably not drinking enough water. So I get back. We get back to the hotel in the afternoon because I was like, all right, I'm going to pregame. I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to drink some mellow. I'm going to try to like poop. (laughs) and I'm going to try to like figure out how to feel good for this show. Because again, I can't just go. All right. I'm a I'm a microchip because I was really afraid that we were going to get to the show and I was going to be like really uncomfortable because at that point too, like after a couple days, now I feel bad that this whole episode, I'm t- episode, I'm talking about poop, but whatever. I, <laughs> so I am like starting to, after I drank the mellow, I was like, okay, maybe like it gets things moving, but it wasn't moving enough. And I was like, well, shoot. And then I you know, like when you're kind of constipated, like you can't eat more because eating more kind of feels like you're just backing up the system. So Scott's like, where do you want to go to dinner? And I was like, I am not hungry. I can't, I like can't eat because I feel really bloated and constipated. And he's like, well, let's just go get some pressed juices and like that'll hold us over until we get to the show. We can eat after the show or whatever. So I down a couple pressed juices, which I think was a huge mistake <laughs> because... I had like an avocado smoothie and then like this other green juice. Cause I was like, oh, that'll just like hydrate me in some way. We get to the show and I'm starting to get a really bad stomach ache. And I am just like, and now you have like shoot. magnesium and multiple different types of green juice just battling it out in your backed up system. Yes. Yes. So it's like, Everything is backed up and you're adding more to it. And I was just like, but if I don't eat anything, I'm going to get nauseous. And so I was like, I got to figure something out here. So we get the press juices. We're at the show and I start feeling just this like expansion of my stomach and I'm getting the worst gas bubble, like probably the size of a freaking grapefruit in my stomach. It, it felt so painful. And I was like, this has happened before. And when this happens, it gets real bad. Like it is so painful that I have to just, the the night has to end right there because it's so painful. And the only thing that helps me is activated charcoal. Well, that was in my hotel room. I like bringing it with me all the time because it helps a ton when you have like really bad gas bubbles in your stomach. And I didn't bring it with me. And I was like, Joy, I swear to God, if you get sick, like if you have to 
like leave during the show, I'm going to, you know, I'm like, I'm never going to forgive myself because this is the whole reason we came to Vegas. So we get there, we get in, and it's really fun. We get a good spot. We have GA seats and we're standing next to the stage and I am in so much pain, Claire. Like I, I can toler- tolerate like a upset stomach, but I was in physical pain where I was starting to get hot. Like my body was starting to be like, we're in trouble. You're in trouble. You need to get out of here immediately. So I'm like sweating and I'm just trying to ignore it. And I'm like dancing around and sitting helped for a while. So I would sit on the floor, like we were kind of up against this wall. So I'd sit for a while and I would like try to push on my stomach. I was doing like gymnastics in the bathroom, trying to like move this thing. The show started and I am just like, Scott, I am not okay. And so I flagged over the EMS. There was like the firefighter guys, like the the EMS team was like right there. And I flagged them over and I was like, "Uh, can I talk to you for a second? (laughs) But like, sure. So they bring me out into like the side hallway where there's like, you know, they have like a wheelchair and they're like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. But I like didn't want to tell them. Like, I just have really bad (laughs) That I am just an elderly lady with horrible gas pains. I am not having a bad trip. I'm not like on food poisoning. I forgot my activated charcoal I back in the hotel I just forgot room. my activated charcoal. And, and, and there's, here's the thing. There's no way I could have gone back to get it. No. Because it would, take, no. it would have taken me an hour and a half to get the back. Because not Vegas, it. you, it's not a quick trip to go back to your hotel. So I was like... I am just not feeling good. I'm like, this is ginger ale. I have not drank a drop of alcohol this entire trip. You know, I was like trying to tell them like, I am stone cold sober. They're like taking my blood pressure and they're like taking my oxygen. And I'm just like, do you have anything for like an upset stomach? And he's like, yeah, I got some over the counter stuff. Well, he doesn't. He's like, I thought I could give you this, but I can't because it's not ours. It's like from the venue. And I was like, okay, fine. And I'm just, again, like pouring sweat, like getting faint This was like four songs in, you guys. And I was like, the other thing about this show, it was so cool, but it it wasn't for me, guys. So so like, the sphere is amazing. It just feels, I can't imagine being in there and not just being so overwhelmed. And not only that, like, I I, I knew when I heard myself talking about all of this, because I was like running through it in my head when I was like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. I was like, I'm going to sound like the biggest loser. But because of the vertigo that I had last year, I still get kind of like glimpses of if I look at something and it's moving, I just can like feel my body start to kind of like go into this little like vertigo jolt. And so at one point, the screens are, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a pretty cool venue. It is like nothing you've ever seen. But at some point, they have all these graphics that looks like the walls are like coming in on you. And I was just like, Scott's like, look up, it's so cool. And I was like, ah, <laughs> this is this is like my literal nightmare. It's like when you're on, I've never been on an acid trip or maybe like on mushrooms where you're, it starts to turn on you and people have said it like gets really scary. Like I was sober and that was happening to me. It looks great for one song after that entirely too much stimulation. I 1000% agree. And I know people have gone like multiple nights, that's their jam. Bless you. I think it's like the coolest thing that they get to do that. And that's very you too. I feel But like- I was like- did you ever see the movie Sing 2? Also featuring Bono, by the way. In that movie, the whole point of the movie is that they're making this like this musical, this like Vegas musical based off of the music of this, you know, this like sort of Bono-esque legend. Different scenes are sort of, you kind of get that like 360, but they're not all like that. And then in the finale, that's when you really get it. That's how I feel like I would enjoy the sphere if it was like yes. kind of like brought in in pieces throughout yeah. and then maybe like a finale yeah. where you get the right. whole thing. But the whole time, I agree with you. I think I would get Carson. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you I think you would too. And so the other thing, again, like I, I'm not complaining. It's amazing. Not to say I'm trying Sing Two invented this spe- the sphere, but maybe right. it did. Maybe it did. But like the whole time too, I'm like, okay, we have GA seats and I'm standing, so I can't like feel I can't like stabilize myself. You know, if you're standing up, you're like trying to get anyway. So that was the other problem because I'm like, I'm trying to stand and like enjoy this. So I end up like trying to push through it. We stayed for like a good hour, hour and a half, which was fine. Like I pushed through and I told Scott, I'm like, please stay. Like, please just hang out. I'll just get, I'll just go sit on the ground over here. Like if I'm curled up in a ball, <laughs> I'll be fine. And I wanted him to enjoy it so bad because I'm like, this is the whole reason that I was having flashbacks of like the Pearl Jam show that I ruined at, at Wrigley Field. And I'm just like, oh no, why is this happening to me? And so at one point he was like, Joy, I heard the song that I want to hear. You were in so much physical pain. Let's just go. He's like, let's just go. And I was like, no, no. I was like, so determined. I was like turning into this warrior of like, I will suffer through this just for you to enjoy this freaking U2 show. But again, like he was like, I'm not going to enjoy it if I see you in pain. He's like, you were in so much pain. You were, I was like doubled over on like one of the rails, like trying to breathe through it. At at one point he's like, we we just have to go. And I was like, okay, fine. So we left, we left a little early. We didn't make the whole show, but again, like I think we both got like the gist and Scott got his favorite song. And so I didn't feel too horrible, but we got back to the hotel room. I immediately took like four activated charcoal pills and within 30 minutes I was fine. And I was like, oh, why are our bodies so weird? Why are our bodies so weird? It's never leave the hotel room without it again. Never again. I'm always, every time you and I travel together and you're always like, you want some activated charcoal? Never in my life have I taken activated charcoal. But every time I'm with Joy, she's like, how you feeling? You want some activated? Like if I like start to droop at all, she's like, you need some activated charcoal? Like I I don't It's the best. It is the best. I mean, it doesn't make you poop, but it just clears any like if you're, when you're constipated and you get like horrible like like, gas pains. It helps with all the imbalance. Yeah, that are going. I know it's just it's always so funny to me because I have I never have taken it. I've never purchased it. I didn't like it's so off my radar. And then anytime I travel with you, the moment because like when you and I travel together, we've talked about this before. But Joy, obviously, we our energy levels are really different. And so by the end of the day, Joy wakes up two hours before me and like goes in a run. I wake up and I like look at our Instagram stories to see where she is. I'm like, oh, it looks like Joy's like jogging on the pier. But then that means that by the end of the evening, Joy's battery runs out way before mine does. And so she'll just start, you can tell when it happens because she starts either typically walking way ahead of the group. And sometimes if it's really bad, she'll be walking behind the group. So this is a tip for Ireland people. If you see Joy walking ahead of the group, it's fine. This is a normal variation. If she's walking behind the group, we probably need to regroup a little bit. But if I I fall off before Joy does. She's like, something is wrong. Yeah. Do you like, what do you need? Charcoal? What do you need? Charcoal's the, yeah. I, and I don't know. Charcoal, I feel like green I, juice? Those are the two. Yeah, factors. charcoal and green juice. I feel like I got on that train back in like the early 2000s for some reason. I probably read some like Oprah it was blog the, about we, it. How, we, um, I got a big sample of them from the CrossFit Games. Well, I was using it before that too, though. For activity like charcoal, before, wasn't it from like, from like 2013 or something? We got like a big. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought I totally that was the that. first time I had ever heard of it because you and Sandy were like going nuts about it anyway yeah it's great it's a great fix it when you have like those emergency like it helps with food poisoning not a doctor but like for me that's just what I mean so the second we got in the hotel and I'm not trying to be like over dramatic but I when I got into the hotel it was so bad that I thought I was gonna vomit like it was making me it was it was almost like your body was like something's got to come out so like we're either gonna make you throw up or we're gonna like 
you, or you got to get this like thing out of your stomach. So I like laid on the cold floor for like 20 minutes. Scott's like, what can I go get you? I'm like, I don't know. I just need to leave. It was like, it was really, it was really uh, a crisis for a second. It was really cute though. Like the EMT guys were like, really young. It kind of reminded me of like my, my boyfriend, the boyfriend that I met when I was in my twenties where I was oh, like, I thought you were going to say it reminded you of the firefighters when you had vertigo, who you were like, Oh no, over them, even though no, you they were up. too young to swoon. I was like, it was a little weird. They were like too young for me to swoon over them. I was like, Oh, you're too cute. But it reminded me when I was in my twenties and I like met my little EMT boyfriend, but they were so cute and so young. And they were like, ma'am, I need to push on your stomach to see like where the pain is. And he pushed on this one part that hurts so bad. And he's like, well, that's where your appendixes and I just want you to know that it might explode. <laughs> Thank like, you. He was like, Appreciate and that. that that could cause death. So I just want you to know. And he was like trying to explain it. To, and I was like, bless your heart. I know exactly what's wrong with me. I just like don't want to sit here and explain it to you. But I just like need I need something. Like I basically wanted someone bless to like say they had. I just wish all, all I wanted was for them to open up their big bag of goodies to be like, we've got everything here. What do you need? Um, that I didn't happen. yeah right. You're like. It's actually just that I cannot explain to you what's go- like my dignity is already at an all time low. All time low. I just want to get through the show. My husband's out there wondering what the heck happened to me because I just like started walking off with the EMT guys. Ugh. And so they're like, yeah. And so if you want to go to the hospital, we can take you. I was like, absolutely not. I'm going to the ho- not going to the hospital. So like sign a waiver. And then he's like, when was your last bowel movement? And I was like, yesterday morning. And he's like, I'm so sorry that I had to ask you that. And I was like, it was like very clear that they were so young and like not used to like having these uncomfortable conversations with a girl. It was really cute. So I was like, you're fine. But they were super helpful. And then like, they got me some water and it was just really sweet. And obviously like that didn't do the trick. I was just so hoping like ginger ale was gonna help but nothing was helping it was forever activated charcoal will be in my bag for any trip i was like wow this is this is a good uh practice for ireland because i'm really gonna need to never leave home without it you know i might actually just bring some like actual laxatives (laughs) to like yeah Maybe a little bit of everything. Just just a little bit of everything. We need yeah. a medicine kit. Everyone who's going to Ireland, we're going to help each other out. We're not going to be weird about it. We're just going to talk about it. Yeah. This is very you important. You need lactate, we'll bring lactate. So, we need colace, we'll bring some colace. So that's kind of that part. We have a couple. I want to go through some other topics, but we'll take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. Speaking of favorite things to travel with, I want to talk about Purity Woods and the amazing age-defying dream cream. This is the moisturizer of my dreams. I didn't even know that I was waiting to find this moisturizer until I found it. so good. It's so good. It's so good. And we're not just saying that because we're like, oh, we sell this. we're not. We would not keep doing it. I have purchased this with my own money because I run out before like Same. sponsorship reups. Yeah. Like, no, I need it. I need yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about this the last time with Jess where we're like we all are starting to purchase like the three at a time because yeah. it's like you get a better deal and Maybe then we're just like, buying it for everybody. Like yeah. a dealer to your friends. Purity Woods is so light. I love like it's light, but it feels like it really is working. It's the only product I've ever had that has that nice balance where it's like light enough that you're not feeling greasy, but it is thick enough that the it feels texture, like it's working. Yeah, and the consistency and the smell, all of it is wonderful. So all of our products are USDA certified organic, non-GMO, free of anything artificial, free of toxic preservatives and synthetic additives like pesticides, no chemical fertilizers or dyes or parabens. And of course, it's cruelty-free and never tested on animals. It has maple leaf extract, which contains anti-inflammatory antioxidants and hydrating properties, which can help soothe irritated or inflamed skin while also plumping 
brightening, and nourishing. This formula for the age-defying dream cream has not only maple leaf extract, but also over 25 unique and potent other ingredients that help eliminate fine lines, wrinkles, age spots, and uneven skin tone. It was formulated by skincare chemists at the top of their field to create a product that supports collagen and elastin without irritation, drying of the skin, or hormone disruption. We love it. I use it twice a day. Go to puritywoods.com, P-U-R-I-T-Y-W-O-O-D-S.com and enter code joy for a total of 27% off your first order. And that is in addition to a 17% off site-wide deal that they have for your first order. So if you go to puritywoods.com forward slash joy, that'll take you right to the dream cream. But anything you order, you can enter code joy for that extra discount. Our next sponsor is our favorite CBD products, Ned. I mentioned that I brought Mellow on this trip, which was wonderful because it's magnesium. Mellow was there for me to go to bed. Because I was up so late, I used Mellow. I was like, be sure to pack your Mellow because I took that every night before I went to bed to like calm my nervous system back down. I'm also using the Daily Stress Blend. All of their products are so, so helpful for us in our daily routines. Which ones are you using right now? I'm still on the Daily Blend, the 750 milligram. I love that stuff. It really helps with my restless legs. Again, not medical advice, but restless legs is something I picked up during my pregnancies and still get it from time to time depending on the part of my cycle that I'm in or if I have other like anxieties going on in my life. I have tried everything. I've tried Epsom salt baths. I've tried like all the lotions. This CBD is the only thing that touches my restless legs. And so anytime I feel it coming on, if you have had restless legs, you know how just like horrible it can be. And for me, this is the only thing that does it. And then I also love their sleep blend. And I also have Brandon on the sleep blend. He has a hard time winding down at night and he particularly has a hard time when he'll wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to go back to sleep. And the sleep blend really helps him out with that. So you can try all of their amazing products. Everything is third-party tested. The amount of intention that goes into everything they make is just unbelievable. We really, really love Ned. We've been working with them forever and we really believe in them. Go to helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your first order. Thank you so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast. All right, so you have a few more. Yeah, the other thing that I was thinking of when I was walking around people watching Oh, I wish I could just like log everything that I saw. You just wouldn't believe it. You like you wouldn't believe it. Joy texted me halfway through, <laughs> and she literally said, "I cannot wait to talk about the trash can that is Vegas." I keep having a one-sided podcast conversation about it. It's just, yeah. It, it, at the same time, because Scott and I had this conversation too, where I was like, "Yeah, the last time I was here, I was like so young, and it was just like everything's exciting." But now I'm looking at it from such a different lens. While I don't think I can handle more than 48 hours, I'm like, "Okay, now if I went back, I feel like I would kind of have a little bit better of like a mindset of like how to handle all of that stimulation." Yeah, because it had been like 20 years since you'd been in Vegas. Over 20 years, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, if, if people are going, by all means, it is it is a nonstop party. It is a nonstop party. It's meant to be that way. But the thing that I kept seeing was girl trips. And I'm like, wow. I mean, it was really cute. This group of girls had like matching t-shirts that said girls trip is cheaper than therapy. It got me thinking about like, oh, do you do girl trips? Like how often you do girl trips? I'd love for people to chime in on the chat too. If you have like a, yeah. a recurring girl girls trip. trip. About it. She's not asking me. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you do girl trips? Do you do, do like you like a group of friends? Something you do every year. Like my high school so friends, fun. we try to get, it looks, it looks so fun. And I was like, just the, like the culture of that and what people do and how exciting it was. And they were having such a good time. You saw like a bunch of bridal parties walking around. A lot of bachelor parties, I'm sure, too. Oh, that's so fun. Um, Anna says that they do have a group of friends and they 
did our first trip this month planning more for next year. So that's that's I feel like I wish I had like I have friends like we talk about how I live in the same my same hometown. And so I see a lot of my friends who also live here or if I have other like I kind of see people on a one off. But I remember when my friends were all kind of in that age of getting married and I was going on all these bachelorette parties and it was so fun to go and most of my friends, like my closest friends, got married within a couple of years of each other. But it basically meant that we had a girls trip more or less, like about every year for maybe three, four or five years. It was so fun. And I really took it for granted that it, we had this excuse that we were all going to get together. I mean, I, I mean, like I look back on that and like the the years where all your friends are getting married are so expensive and like every weekend in the summer is spoken so for. But I do miss the opportunity to see all your friends and go do something like that. And they were so fun. And I think it's so easy to talk yourself out of organizing a trip or actually, you know, being able to pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the thing I kept thinking about because that whole weekend was so different from what I do in my normal life. Like the fact that I think someone DM'd us and was like, Joy is such an extrovert this week because we went to Casa Bonita on Tuesday, which was so fun for Valentine's Day. And then we went to Vegas this past weekend. So I'm like, this is a lot of social time. But the thing that I kept thinking about, Scott's like, you, this is so good for you. It's good for you to like get out of your routine and like, you know, push through tired and like, you know, not have everything so dialed in all the time, because that's just like my nature. And it really was like, we had such a good time. It was like a really good bonding trip for us. Like we haven't gone. I mean, we did that family trip in January, but we haven't done like a little getaway just us two in a long time. And we had such a blast together. We like talked a lot about that. And just like, he's like, yeah, it's really good for you to like, it's good for us to kind of get out of our routine like that and just do something different. But yeah, because it's hard. And I think I go back to that too. Like ever since the pandemic, I feel like we kind of started that isolation trend. And then all of a sudden it's like to get out feels so much harder. I feel like the surf trips that I do kind of scratch that itch. Yeah. But I don't know anyone typically that goes in them, although it has been fun. It was fun on my last surf trip when there were some surprise podcast listeners who I didn't, I didn't know they were going on the trip. They didn't know I was going on the trip. They certainly didn't know the each other were going on the trip. And on my upcoming Costa Rica trip, Amber from who I met in Mexico last year, we were supposed to go to Tofino together. And then that trip got canceled. Um, She's going to be on that trip as well, the one in Costa Rica. But it's not necessarily like a girl's trip. It's like, oh, here's like someone else who I know who's also going on this group trip. I think like it's even I mean, I don't think I'd want to do a weekend in Vegas. Don't get me wrong. But even if it's just a weekend, like it's just so easy to talk yourself out of it. Yeah, because you're like, oh, it's so much money. And Oh, it's just a couple days. But I mean, man, we packed in a ton in those couple days. There was, it was really cute. There's this guy, I always love seeing the people that are like the life of the party. There's this guy that was right next to us at U2 that was just having a ball. I mean, he was probably in his like late 30s, early 40s, just talking it up with everybody. And we overheard him saying like, yeah, he was talking to these girls. He's like, are you married? And they're like, yeah. He's like, I'm not, but I have to... (laughs) I'm divorced, but I have to pay my wife $4,500 a month. And I only have three months left. And I'm so excited. (laughs) It's just like, like, I love people like that who are just like, I'm just going to share my whole life story with you. And I'm just going to have a ball. But yeah, it was I love people like that. And then the guy that did there was like a DJ that did a warm up set before you two took the stage and he was phenomenal. And someone DM'd us and said that he was like the music producer for Harry Styles. That tracks because he had an accent and he was phenomenal. So that was a fun little fact. I was like 
right next to him because we were on the floor. But anyway, it was just, it was a great weekend, like reflecting now. I'm so tired. I'm like, I really, I woke up this morning, like I felt hungover. I had no alcohol whatsoever, but I think it's just because I I was up so late. So I was like, well, you know, next time maybe I'll have a little more fun because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You can drink and kind of feel like shit, or you can just be sleep deprived and feel like shit. And and then maybe do a little bit of both and it'll cancel each other out. Somebody DM'd us and they're like, Trey, were you doing drugs? Like, it's not my business and I really don't care, but just curious. And I was like, were you doing drugs? No. no drugs. Absolutely not. I like, actually I just... think that that would make this fear. If you were somebody, like if, I think, I don't know, maybe, because maybe if you did drugs and then went to the sphere, it would make you, like you could kind of be more present and it wouldn't feel so jarring. Like I know maybe. sometimes when I should have taken like drugs, an edible like a, or something. A, yeah, or like MDMA or something. Like if you yeah. do drugs at a concert where there's like a lot of flashing lights and a lot of like beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Instead of I, that being I mean, because like I've never done MDMA. So I'm like, well, yeah. would that be the would that be the time to try it? Like, <laughs> would, right. you know what I, I mean? Don't know. Like, that, or do you do it? Do you do it at like a club when you're just like in a mild right. basement with and like, you can just like leave easily if you need to. Versus not seeing you two. Yeah, you probably wouldn't want to do it for the first time <laughs> there. I don't know. Maybe you would. Yeah. You would get like a really, you would definitely know how you felt about it. It would be a polarizing experience. Um, I'm not oh going to out this person in location. I want this to be private, but it says, I like to microdose a gummy for concerts. Enough to feel good, but not enough to become a space cadet. I think that's yeah. a great plan. I think that's a great I really plan. I think I need also, to start doing that. Totally. I want to try uh, microdosing mushrooms. Jacqueline's the person that I always want to hang out with. So I'm like, Jacqueline and I. You just outed her. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry. I'll take <laughs> I'll take that out, Jacqueline. If you don't mean Sorry. to. I'll edit that out. You do always say that, though. I don't know. I've thought about like, I want to, I don't know. I have a friend who microdoses mushrooms instead of taking anxiety medication. Not a doctor. But yeah. I, I'm very curious about it. But it really was like one of those moments where, I don't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. But it was... I'm so glad that I've seen you two. Right. I've seen them in other venues. We saw them at the Broncos Stadium. We've seen them before. One of my friends who saw that show said it perfectly. She's like, it's like, it's a spectacle. It's, it's an experience. It's not something that you really want to go see you two. Like the songs are great, of course, but I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude, but they literally just like kind of stay in one spot on the stage. They're not like dancing around. Mm. And the, and the audience isn't like dancing. How old are they? Yeah, they're old. Exactly. I'm like, they're older. Like Bono seriously just sat on the turntable the whole time. And like, just. How old is Bono? 63. Okay. So he's not like. Yeah. They're not old, old, but, but they're getting up there and like. He just like kind of held onto the turntable and like he just kind of liked to swing on this pole the whole time. And then like the edge and the other musicians are just like kind of sitting in their spot. So it wasn't like we were missing out on this like bouncing around dancing party. Everyone was just like, it was kind of a, like the audience was kind of a buzzkill where I was. They were just, when you're in the when GA, you want people to be like going nuts. Like it's like high energy. And so when all the lights are on, you just see people like just standing there watching. And I was like, this is kind of. This that's kind the of- other thing about Vegas <laughs> that I think needs to be like, that's the thing about walking around Vegas during the day. It's like being in a strip club with the lights turned on. Like 1000%. 1000. I saw. S- <laughs> I saw so many people walking around like pretty much naked. Like they have these, um, what are they called when they have those big feathers on? Headdress? Well, what are they called though? Like va- showgirls. They have like oh, the showgirls. Show yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A boa? <laughs> yes. They had showgirls walking around all over the strip, probably for whatever clubs to like get people to come in. And you're like, I am not meant to see you in unfiltered natural sunlight. 
But you guys, like they didn't have, at least this is what I didn't notice last, they literally are walking around in G-strings and like pasties on their nipples. That's what I mean. You're like, I'm, I'm not like, meant to see you in the broad I don't light, remember light that day. much nudity on the strip. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't, yeah, make, I was in my little sweet. zone. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking because I was like with my friends, but I was, Scott and I, I was like, oh my gosh, we were walking around. Oh, and then they have Vegas painted on their butt cheeks. So one side says V-E-G and the other one says A-S-S, Vegas. Yeah, so that was a thing. I, I get it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I have famously only been to Vegas for work, but we all maybe like, we all should go and like make I don't it. Think that's, I don't think that's where I'm going with that. <laughs> it's not Jacqueline, where are you, going. Jacqueline? <laughs> Joey and Jacqueline are going to Vegas. They're going to microdose mushrooms and or I, I know, need. She's talking. You know what? I actually do. I bodies. need. Here's what I need. I need a I need a Vegas coach to come with me, like a friend. No, no, no. Listen, a friend who like with like a Jacqueline. fanny pack full of activated charcoal. Yes, that. But it can also be like, here's what you need, and I'm going to coach you through this whole weekend, and we're going to microdose mushrooms, and we're going to do that. Like, so I know what to do, and then they can kind of like take care of me, and then they like, yeah, a Vegas coach. That's what I need. <laughs> that is an influencer niche that we I have not explored yet, but I bet it's out there. Just take me around and and like be, watch me. If I start feeling sick, you'll like know what I need. Does that exist? It has to exist. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, not anytime soon. What else is going um, on? What, what did you do this weekend <laughs> to wrap what us up? I yeah, I have been doing a lot of CrossFit. The CrossFit Open is coming up as a fun fact for people who are still in that world. In that world. It starts not this week, but next week, I want to say, the 29th. When's the last right? time you did the Open? I did the Open in 2022. Because if you remember, they 2019 or 2020 was the year they front loaded the open and they did it in October because they were trying to move the game season. So they kind of got the open inadvertently out of the way before the pandemic because otherwise the open would have hit right in the middle of the COVID first COVID thing. Then in 2020, I can't remember. I feel like the 2021 open then was like that following, you know, February, March. And I did that open because I remember doing the open workouts in a mask, which is like, <gasps> yeah, it was what it was. You know, I'm not complaining about the mask, but like just the fact that I did that is wild to me. So I remember doing those open workouts in a mask. And so I think that was the last one. I think that was the last time I did the open because what's today? 2024. Maybe I did it in 2022 as well. Are you doing it this year? I am doing it. And Roots does like a super fun intramural open where they like I'm on a team with like 65 other people. Like every single person in that gym does the freaking open. Like over 200 people are signed up and uh, at Roots. I don't even know how many members they have, but it's, you know, that's most of them. I have to imagine. So I'm on a team with like 65 other people. And basically what they do is they set it up so that throughout the different weeks, you have different challenges that aren't just fitness related. So like I think there's one of them is like bowling. Last year they had like a karaoke challenge like a a lip sync battle type of challenge. Um, One, the year I did it, they had like a CrossFit trivia challenge, like all these different things like that. They have, so they've told us what the names of the challenges are, but they haven't described them. But one of the names of the challenges is like a fitness influencer challenge. And I'm like, I'm going to win this one. (gasps) So I need you guys to keep your eyes out for whatever the fitness influencer challenge is, because I, I mean, guys, we literally invented Girls Gone Wild. Like we own the trademark for that. I better win the CrossFit Fitness Influencer Challenge. You I don't know win. what it, again, whatever it is, I plan to win. We will make sure that happens. Please yeah. do. Because um, it's going to be mortifying if I don't, 
some other person has a, it's a biggest, bigger influencer than I am. Or it's gonna be like Nicole Carroll or somebody who I have worked out with at Roots once and it was very intimidating. She finished the workout very, very far in advance. Is she good. still just like, oh my gosh. So, and so like still insane. so, so, yeah. so nice. She was so sweet. She was like trying to help me take the weights off my barbell at the end and I was like not with it. And she was like, I got this. It's okay. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Very Thanks, tired. Nicole Carroll. Thanks, Nicole Carroll. I just oh. expect like Dave Castro to walk through the door any moment. I forgot. This is some. This is just a random last note, but I, be- I believe the inventor of Pop Tarts passed away, and so someone DM'd us was like, "You really need to buy that jumbo box of Pop Tarts now because, like, just in honor of him." So I think we should do that. That makes my constipated stomach a little queasy to think about <laughs> eating a Pop Tart right now. Uh, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I will have pooped. (laughs) 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 All right, guys, don't forget to please check out our sponsors, Purity Woods. Go to puritywoods.com forward slash joy and use code joy. Check out the anti-aging dream cream and also check out Ned, helloned.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your first order for our favorite CBD products. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can find us online at joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.